Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I got to wow, fix this. We got this. a lot going on here. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, my gosh. No, all you have to do is take off the overlay in the back. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Yeah, hold on. I'm having a little this. technical, little technical difficulties. There we go. We're back. We're back. All right. Let's get this right now. Hello. Hey, welcome to the Living Fearless Devotional Show. We, you. we zoomed in again. Yes, because we, we have the frame. No. It's, it's the same. <laughs> I think you're... No. 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 Okay. Um, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find all our content that we produce. Such as? On a daily basis. Such as His Glory TV has your show called Remnant Rising with your, with your co-host. Yes. And? And? All of our YouTube videos. All of our please? YouTube videos. Of the podcast. Of the podcast. <laughs> and the Christian Post articles and the opportunity to donate to our ministry if you're interested and yes. to send us a message. Absolutely. Carol's on. Hi, Carol. It's How late you for you, Carol. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had quite the day today. As every day. No, but I think, there. I mean, my, my oldest daughter came over. Yes, and long time. Yeah, we talked about a, a whole bunch of stuff. Hello, and, friends. And um, you had a your Bible study study, and we, you and I talked about a significant number of things. Yes, namely, I mean, in one area was your article that was just um, uh, published today. Yeah, on the Christian Post, and it is. It is something else. If you have not seen it yet on my personal page or wherever you follow us, you got to find it. Uh, I'll put it in the uh, comments here at some point during the show. It's up there. Oh, you already got it up there? Mm -hmm. Look at you. Um, but it's so timely because of a whole lot of things that are going on. Namely, there's an FBI whistleblower that confirmed just about everything you put in that article. You have far more information. I know. Just intuition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks so, like a duck, quacks like a duck, probably a duck. Yeah. Uh, so, so crazy. But go to Resurrect Ministry and you also can sign up for the newsletter. So yes. make sure and do that. All right. We're um, going to read from Smith Wigglesworth Devotional for May 12th. And um, if you have any thoughts about how the devotional speaks to you, or if there's anything that you want to add to our conversation, please comment. That would be awesome. And if you're joining us, let us know where um, you're watching us from and um, any other interesting if, things that occur to you. Yeah. Maybe you have questions about where I get my fabulous wardrobe or something like that. They could. They could. For May 12th, uh, it's entitled Our Joint Inheritance. The reference is Ephesians 3 8. This grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. The scripture reading for tonight, weeding <laughs> for tonight is Galatians 3, 7 through 29. Smith says, the fullness of the expression of the Holy Spirit today is giving us a glimpse into what has been provided by the Father. We know that in the old Israel, from Abraham right down, God had a special relationship with his chosen people. But the Gentiles had no right to it. The master said to the Syrophoenician woman, Shall I take the bread of the children and give it to the dogs? 
Did Jesus mean that the Gentiles were dogs? No. He meant that the whole race of the Gentiles knew that they were far below the standard and order of those people who belonged to the royal stock of Israel. The Samaritans all felt it. But isn't it possible for the dogs to have some crumbs, was the woman's question. God has something better than crumbs. Mm. He has made the Gentiles of the same body, the same heirs as his, as his chosen people. He has no difference between them and us, but he has included us in the promises for all who are forgiven by the blood of Christ. Paul, Paul spoke about it, knowing that if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Thank God. Mm. God so manifests his power that he has brought us into oneness, and we know we are sharing in the glory. We are sharing in the knowledge that we belong to the aristocracy of the church of God. It is wonderful to know that I am in the body. It is wonderful to know that the apostles and prophets and all those who have passed down the years, holding aloft the torch, going on from victory to victory, all will be in the body. But how wonderful if we may be in the body so that we might be chosen out of the body to be the bride. It will be according, it'll be according as you are yield, yielded to the effective work of his power. The thought for today is God has met the needs of all nations, of all ranks, of all conditions. Amen. All right. So. What hit you? Let's start with the end. So there's a little... Um, a point that I'm pondering, and maybe some of you may understand it better, but how wonderful if we may be in the body that we may be chosen out of the body to be the bride. So my question is, and we know the scripture of uh, the parables of the, of the, the uh, brides that had lamps and that some didn't have enough oil. And so when the, when the groom came, they weren't ready and their lamps went out and they went and asked the brides that had enough oil, can we borrow some of your oil? And they said, no, because then we would not have enough. They went out to get oil, came back and the bridegroom didn't let them in. So Jesus didn't let them in and said they were unprepared. So I think there, and then again, there's a concept of the rapture where there's a bunch of people on earth that think they're Christians, but they don't get taken up in the rapture. So I'm wondering if that's what he's referring to is that, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not truly, you know, connected to Christ enough that you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and that you are invited to the marriage supper, then you may not be a member of the bride. I agree. You agree. Okay. Yes, for sure. So with that, is there something else that, um, well, it, my Bible study, as I was telling you today, I, I get hit with all kinds of interesting concepts that are really forcing me to truly delve deeper into the word because I feel like I'm such a child and I have such a simple understanding. But this notion that, so God very specifically and intentionally for those that believe this, um, raptures the church. And I love the way our pastor describes it. He says the Bible is starts with God's uh, love song to the 
to the Israelites, to the Jewish people, tells their history, um, tells where they went wrong, then delivers the, the promise of Jesus. It's the church age. And then we're taken out of this story and the story of the Israelites and the Jews continued. And in the millennial kingdom and the new Jerusalem, what is the relationship with those believers and with the Jewish people that come to faith in Christ and the original church? I'm kind of struggling to understand that. Like, do they become one and the same? Is it a distinct body? And this comes up in particular in Ezekiel because some of Ezekiel's prophetic scriptures about the new temple that is all about the millennial kingdom sets up some difficult passages to understand if you're a Christian because they bring back sacrifices. Like Ezekiel talks about all of these animal sacrifices. And as Christians, we're like, wait, what? Animal sacrifices? Feast of Tabernacles? Are we going back to that? I thought we got rid of all that. So we know that God redeems um, the Jewish people. We know God loves the Israelite. Those are his chosen people. And we know that this story begins and ends with them. But where are we um, in that in that last chapter as the church when we come down to rule and reign with Christ? Mystery to me. Yeah. You know how yesterday I talked about basic math versus trigonometry? Yes. That's trigonometry. Way, be above, <laughs> way beyond trig. I did trig. This is like, you know, AP calculus. Never took sure. AP calculus. I didn't know that one that was harder than the other. Way harder. And I know nothing about it. I couldn't make it past trig. <laughs> That's funny. Carol says, history tells us everything. Listen to it. Amen. I mean, man, so much of uh, our, you know, the world's history uh, to, to see people doing what we've seen done hundreds of times and it always fails, right? Whether, whether it's communism or uh, Marxism or socialism. Going against God. Going against God. Lot. It Sodom always and ends poorly. It ends badly, folks. <laughs> and yet we have people right now that are really, really especially based on your article that are just tyrannical Marxist. And that's human nature, right? That's mm -hmm. satanic. Mm -hmm. Satan saw the glory of man and said, no way. Mm -hmm. I don't accept. I don't accept that you make him higher than me and took a third of the angels with him. Wow. So if he was in um, God's presence and still said, no, can you imagine what, do, what, do, what is expected of right. human beings? Right. Kyle from Twitch, which we haven't some, had somebody on. At least yeah, you've said that a couple of times comment. now. And, and now, voila, he says, this child is wild. The bio makes it such entertaining nonetheless. Thank it's you, so Kyle. proper, this Kyle in the CV. Um, yeah, the bio, you see the, today's, what does the bio say? today's CV, media to, oil, oh, I think. Oh, nice. Okay. So it still says that. <laughs> I think so. It's a little teaser. Yeah, it's a little trick. A little fish. Yeah, it's not on purpose. Not on purpose, necessarily. I just never fix it, even though I know that it exists. Um, let's get into the scripture really quick before we continue. Oh, my gosh. Behind there. <laughs> oh. Galatians. Oh, hold yeah. on. We got to do There's something else here. Oh, the banner. So much, banner. got so much to do, Schnuggums. There we go. <laughs> there we go. You like that, that, that scrolling thing, don't I you? I do. Because you leave it there, it's not so obtrusive. While you're reading, I'm going to look that up. To obstruct. Oh, there you go. Galatians. 
<laughs> Galatians uh, 3, 7 through 29, idea. Therefore know that only those that are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, in you all nations shall be blessed, signaling Christ. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. And Abraham also was justified by faith before the law came. For as many are of the works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not a faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, hallelujah, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant, yet if it is confirmed, no one annuls or adds to it. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ. And this I say, that the law, which was 430 years later, after Abraham was declared righteous, that it should make the promise of no effect. For if the inheritance is of the law, it is no longer a promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. What purpose then does the law serve? It was added because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was appointed to the angels by the hands of a mediator. Now a mediator does not mediate for one only, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given that could have given life, true righteousness would have been by the law. But the scripture had confined all under sin that the promise by faith in Christ Jesus might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, nor slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That's the best anti-racism scripture there is. <laughs> A bit, I mean, all one. Well, one. Doesn't matter. Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you synopsize what we just read? So he goes, <laughs> he goes, hey, to me, in my head, it jumps a little bit from one thing to the next. Is it, is uh, it what all, part? I don't know. Like about Gentiles and then about later on about, um, about, uh, you know, the seed. Uh, it, it, okay. It, Abraham was a Gentile before he was a Jew. Right, exactly. And he was declared righteous. So he was the first Jew. He's. <laughs> No, no. Uh, well, uh, he's the first one declared righteous by faith without the law. The most, the law doesn't come until Moses, four hundred thirty years later. It was I, what I just heard is that Abraham is considered the father of Judaism. Right, Judaism. he's the father of all nations. He's the father of all of us. Okay, and so that's why he's saying he's the father father of all of us. But by your seed, they shall be blessed. 
seed, he didn't say seeds. So it's not all of the descendants that will bless all people. It's the one seed, Christ. Mm. And so it is, it, this is it basically- not been born yet. That had not been born yet, but this is Galatians. Mm. So Telling Paul story. is describing it after. And he's saying that the law, um, the whole, the, the problem, the reason why God chose to send Christ is that we as men can never abide in totality with the law because our sin nature never permits us to be perfect. And so if he would have left us at the hands of the law, we would have been cursed. And so he sent his son to die in our place so that the price of sin would be paid and that we were justified by faith, not under the law. The Jews were still under the law. And so that's why, as I was saying in the beginning of the topic, that, that God needs to bring the Jews to faith in Christ so that they can receive eternal life as well. That that, that story, his promise to them must be fulfilled. The Messiah must come. They must accept the Messiah so that they also could come into the fullness of Christ by faith, Jake. not through the law. And the, this uh, issue of the promise, as I understand it, is that, first of all, God's promises can never be revoked. And so he made Abraham that promise and to your seed. So he can never go back on that. So even with all of the statutes of the law, the law cannot annul the covenant. So God must honor the covenant. And so he sent Christ to honor the covenant. Without Christ, it's as if this seed, uh, it's as if this um, covenant is broken. Because if he doesn't give people a way to be redeemed, then God was basically saying, "Nah, nah, ha ha, tricked you." Yeah, because you should you should all be blessed. Well, you all failed the law, so none of you are blessed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's saying basically that the law was also a protector of people, so that they would be a little holier than they otherwise would be, loose and fancy free and savages. Uh, but we cannot be judged at the end of the day. By the law, or we'll all be cursed. I hope that was that correct. Was good. No. Anybody else wants oh, to contribute? I, I think do. it was correct. Jan, anybody else want to contribute? Uh, Please, by all there. means. Okay. Yeah, let's stop. Oh, we had six comments. Let's see what's going on here. Thank you, Jesus, for freeing us from the law, Dixie says. Absolutely. I say that all the time. Anytime I read Leviticus, I think of thank you, Jesus, for saving us from the law. <laughs> uh, Kyle says, please debate any other religion thought process. I love listening to opposing views that happen to align with another belief. Yeah, we get those. Usually we get those from Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opposing uh, thoughts and uh, asking what our thought is on something. So, um, yeah, anybody has any of that, feel free. Uh, Dixie says, Father Abraham had many sons and many sons had Father Abraham. But only one seed <laughs> through which we are blessed. <laughs> Laws against reusing seeds. Hmm, GMO seeds don't grow. Oh, interesting analogy. <laughs> I like that. Outside of religion, what are you both passionate about? Outside of religion. Each other? Yeah. This country. That was obvious, Hedia. Come on. I mean, really. Oh, uh, yeah, this country. This country, our children, family, friends. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, I'm very passionate about this country. What's going on? Yeah. And the kids, of course. We, we don't stop talking about them. 
How come they didn't pick up this? How come they didn't close that? How come the light's still on? How come your shoes are on? Uh, Carol says. There are laws against using your own seeds. That's fascinating. Oh, that is. I like that analogy, Carol. And Dixie says, reusing seeds from plants you grow that aren't GMO is a good thing. Hmm. Oh, a little discussion little between Dixie and Carol. <laughs> you guys go at it. I know nothing about seeds. What about you? Do you know anything about seeds? A little bit. Yep. There's very few things that Andy doesn't know. <laughs> a little bit about. <laughs> well, they say um, something of. Jack of all trades, master yeah, of none. Right. Yeah. But you mastered a lot of them. Yeah, I mastered. <laughs> Truthfully, I get paid a lot of money on one of them. All right. Mark uh, 7 27 through 28. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to little dogs. And she answered and said to him, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. And that touched his heart. Because she went to say, um, she asked him to cure her daughter that was under a demonic oppression. Okay. And at first the Lord's like, I don't, you know, throw food to dogs um, from the table because he was there for for the Jews. And she's like, but even the dogs need to eat from the crumbs that fall off the table. And he's like, okay, you got me. And oh, wow. Yeah. Now I get it. And he saved her daughter. Boy, am I happier here. I would have been like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's a, that's a that's, neat little thing. It includes kinda, dogs. <laughs> that's kind of weird. And that's why Smith is like, was he referring to Gentiles as dogs? Well, ish. Yeah. It sounded yeah. like it to me. Yeah. Ish. Kind of. <laughs> That's the but other not one. in the dirty on on the level of right because they people. hadn't come into the fullness of the the church the, being part of the community of faith right so the next one next one oh sorry Ephesians three three seven of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the affecting work of His power and I think it's important to point out Paul in the. Uh, in the context of the scripture, first we have the Old Testament that is speaking to the Jewish people, and then we have um, the Gospels, which are explaining the life of Christ. And then we have Acts, where Jesus is like, I'm going, but I left you the Holy Spirit. And Paul is a manifestation of what the future of the church will be, which is somebody who never meets Christ in person, in the flesh, but is filled with the Holy Spirit and is able to work miracles. And so... He describes quite often in his um, epistles and letters that he is a minister by grace and by the working of his power that he's been granted um, through faith. Cool. Thank you. One thing just as I was thinking throughout the day, ah, daydreaming, talking daydreaming. to God. Daydreaming. <laughs> <clears throat> I was... I was thinking about what we've kind of been going through the last couple of weeks. And the, there's this relationship with God, um, gift of mercy, all the things we've discussed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the little uh, graph that we got the other day that there's a, something that occurs in your life. And then you can take one path or the other one. So towards flesh and one towards God. And then what happens after that? So it was a really cool graph. And with all that in mind and forgiveness also being another one being, being able to forgive, you know, yourself or somebody else. I just think about that, that 
if we were to take all of those things and then we look to God to help us with all those different things, depending on what it is and how deep each one is, it could be, you know, a big, a big ask from God. But all that sounds great, but it's hard to do or be consistent in it if you don't have a relationship with Christ. Of course, you can't do any of it. Hey, if you have a bad, if we had a bad relationship and we needed to work together as a team, but we weren't getting along and not necessarily having the right connection, I may not go to you for some of the things in in which we're not working as a team. For sure. Where if we have a strong relationship and we stay in Christ and we're on the same page with the faith and the kids and exes and all that kind of stuff, when we work like a machine like that and have a fantastic relationship, you're more likely to go and say, you know, I need help through this tragedy. I need help through this thing I'm going through. Or can you teach me to calm down when the kids trigger an emotion? I want to go to this emotion, not the negative emotion. Right. But that all that sounds great. But until you have that relationship with God as a, as a loving father that you fear in a good way, that it makes it so difficult to use them in these other Things. It's one thing because I, mean, I would just say it, it's one thing just to say I'm Christian and I read the Bible and then you expect <laughs> life to change. Right. It, that, it, it's no, nope. it, it's not about work the program. <laughs> right. That you truly have to have that relationship with God and feel it in your heart all the way from the t- top of your head down and work it. Yeah. Because it's so easy, as our diagram says, to go into to have a trigger event and go into self-protection mode. Right. The, the, the habits, the scars, the memories of our heart and our mind want to revert to what's familiar. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, in the Bible, even, uh, I, I can't remember if it's Paul or Peter that says, don't be like dogs returning to your own vomit. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, let it go. You aren't that person anymore. Uh, but it, reta- it takes a conscious effort to seek Christ instead of our flesh. So then it's incumbent upon us to constantly have a dialogue with God. Like what Jack was saying, prayer doesn't necessarily mean at, on your knees beside your bed at nine o'clock at night before you go to sleep. Right. It's a, a day. It's all day long. You, you, you have prayer and, and contact uh, with God. And when appropriate, you acknowledge when dog, when dog, when God is talking to you, when God is talking to you, you say, you, you speak back. Yes. And it reminds me of relationship with kids, my, my kids, especially like it really is important when I say Kelly for him to say yes. one second or yes, dad, or I hear you. Give me a moment not to say nothing like, or to ignore it or, or to ignore it. Yeah. So I want to know you hear me by some type of acknowledgement. And then we, uh, you know, ask for please and thank you. Uh, and we, we as parents are really strong on that. That's really important us to show the respect and the acknowledgement that you know you're lucky to be alive we keep you alive through feeding you and giving you water and you should thank us for that and say please repeatedly when you want want it (laughs) um but but now back to our relationship with god it is a one of of just love but also respect and pray and thank you for everything we have thank you for uh bringing the family together thank you for the service um that we got from the pastor today but uh, showing God that thankfulness is something that needs to be practiced so that you're always practicing gratitude. Absolutely. 
All right. Thank uh, you, Lovey. That was beautiful. Well, we got, uh, so where are we at? How much further? <laughs> uh, why can I not find you on Twitch? I don't know. Oh, oh is it yeah, the CBD oil? Well, you have thing? to go to today's CBD oil. <laughs> It's a decoy. I thought I fixed it. I thought I went in I there. I did too. I don't know. I have to go back and check it. Maybe I didn't hit the save button. Um, Kate says Samaritans were referred to as dogs. That's why she used it. Aha. Uh -huh. Thank uh -huh. you, Kate. And our friend on YouTube. I just don't get the disconnect people have between the idea of so-called freedom to choose in human life. Ah. Uh, mm. Okay. We're talking about. Um, I presume you mean Pro abortion. Right, yeah. Abortion. Um, Dixie was referencing back when I was saying, yeah, ish. <laughs> <laughs> and our other friend on YouTube is saying, even as self-centered as our culture or lack thereof has become, I still don't get how we love dogs and cats more than babies. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a demonic, it's a demonic oppression. It's, it's convincing people that, I mean, how did it convince our kids that you could be any gender? Like, how did we go from you're a boy or a girl to you could be anything you want? I mean, it didn't take more than a couple years to convince people that that's even an option. Yeah. I mean, how ridiculous is that? How ridiculous is that? And you have to disconnect children from their parents. Right. In most cases, parents will say, nah, no, you're not going to wear that dress, Harry. Uh, you know, we get in the way of their indoctrination and of their yeah. oddness. You kill a cat and the internet threatens death on you and you have to go into hiding. You try to save a baby and they also come after you. It's just demonic. It's really absolutely um, when they start to call good evil and evil good, you know. So that faith she stepped into and confessed was power and it touched Jesus. Yes. Amen. Going back to the story of the woman asking for um, relief for her daughter. Dixie said, thank you. I'm so happy you two found each other. Thank you, Dixie. Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Until you have a true personal relationship with God and the gift of the Holy Spirit, you will spin your wheels. I realize that God created me for his pleasure, not mine, which has helped me in every area of life. Awesome. Yeah. Remembering that you are made to serve the body also very, very important because we can also get so wrapped up in Give me, give me, give me Jesus, make me better, make me this, give me that, that we forget that our gifting is for the body of Christ and that we are love God with all our heart, mind and soul and love our neighbor as ourselves. <laughs> you know, so it's not just love God and, and keep it all to yourself, but to serve the body. Marcos, these things seem to be supernatural to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, they are supernatural. Absolutely. Wayne says, agreed. Awesome. So to, to Marcos, you know, that that supernatural, there are, you know, for me, I always felt that if it was too supernatural, then it couldn't be, it couldn't exist, it couldn't be. Right. So that would cause me to go down this road that, you know, it's, it's too wild. What we expect to believe in the Bible is too crazy. A boat with, you know, two animals of every kind uh, to, you know, the guy's being in the fire, and then suddenly there's a fourth guy in there with him, right? And then they walk out unscathed. It's the, the, the supernatural. Um, and so my point is, you have these things in the Bible, and one of the things that kind of really helped me are, one, doing this and going, 
that is supernatural. I mean, that we can, I can oh, look at my no. finger and begin to move it. Like, how is this, how is all this possible? Oh, for sure. It's supernatural. We, it's, we're living supernatural, an example of supernatural. Absolutely. Uh, when I talk about dogs and the ability to find explosives and I've trained them to find bed bugs, you know, these little tiny, and I've seen them find a, 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 a little baby, baby bed bug that you can't see with the naked eye that the dog will be sniffing with his nose and find that. that Very baby. cool. That is another, if, so if we're, if we're to look around in our daily life of things out there, is there anything out there supernatural? Yes. I just showed you air. One. I just showed you one. I just described one with the dog and the fact that there's air that we're breathing and keeping us alive. And we look at all those things. So it, it, you, you, you can't use that as an excuse that well, I don't bring, believe anything that's supernatural. <laughs> there's so much supernatural. That's great. Absolutely. <sighs> Sorry. I just triggered a little bit of memory that I had. Dixie says, I didn't hear your response to why we can't find you on Twitch because the name doesn't match. That's our problem is Andy used to be, a, or still is, but doesn't do the show anymore. Um, a proponent of CBD oil um, for its curative properties. So it was called today's CBD oil. Yeah. And quite possibly still is today called that. So that's why. And I thought I, I changed it to, Living yeah. for this devotional, but I thought you did. Too. I don't know. For some reason, it's not. And I don't know what's happening with Facebook. I, I you should Andy be able to find us on. But the YouTube channel is different. Uh, there's one for Living for this devotional, right? And one for the Andy Falco show, right? So I don't think it's my entire account. I think it's just that. Did we channel. figure out what channel Dixie's watching on? No. Dixie, what Facebook page are you listening to us from? Because Andy's stuff is a little jacked up. Because he has all those, I get banned um, and he gets banned and, and, and yeah. <laughs> and Mine, it, it probably be better if you try <laughs> Resurrect Ministry or my name because you're much nicer. I'm I'm just less controversial until I start talking about the FBI coming after us. Yeah, then maybe. Yeah, sorry about that. You you probably can go to the YouTube channel and type in "Living for This Devotion." That's there. probably the best. But one. my other YouTube channel, the Andy Falco Show, is. Um, is shut down until August 10th. They suspended for God knows what I was, I interviewed, well, it basically an interview of three different candidates for the school board and which is quite frightening. Folks. It was yeah. literally just announcing these new candidates and they banned it and they banned it. So very odd. Carol says God's gift is spread through the word of mouth. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Carol. <laughs> Kate. Kate says, it takes forever for my updates to get to you. The discussion's moved on by the time it gets there. Yes. Must be traveling underwater. Yeah, <laughs> yes, no, very far distance. There's no way around it. When you think about it, it's supernatural. That Kate, you're in Australia. We're in the United States and California. <laughs> and we're having a conversation about God. anyways. You know, so even though it's delayed, um, please don't hesitate to keep sending them. We'll jump back to the conversation. Yeah. And it's, it's not just, I mean, it's uh, just the delay of the internet. Uh, Dixie says. Interesting. This is one of the very few shows she has in, uh, issues with on Facebook. Oh. When oh. you when you watch funny dog tricks, I bet you don't have a problem. It, I mean, as we, uh, on occasion, we talk about uh, the B and the, and the CV and, and stuff. And so we, they've just turned us down. 
Marcos is watching on Resurrect Ministry. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's probably safe for now. Living fearless devotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's all living fearless devotion. I mean, his Facebook page. Oh, then definitely that's why. Oh you're yeah, there. switch to one of the other channels, Dixie. Yeah. Yeah, go on the, the living for this devotional. No, <laughs> living fearless devotional. Uh, no, get <laughs> I'm leaning from the wrong angle. There, <sighs> there you go. All right, coming up, coming at you. That's the name. Yeah, you can find by typing that in, you can find it on uh, Facebook. Look for our mug. Yep. Um, Oh, that's funny. I wonder why that one. Yeah. That's probably the one she's on. There's an right. error on one of the Facebook pages. Um, shoot, I just lost it. About the article? Oh, yes. So we want to make sure and let people know about the article, uh, where they can find it. I think we posted it already. Oh, did I really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did that really fast. Um, yeah, go to the article. You'll just um, read about. The thought police. The thought police and uh, that this is for real. This is. This is a time that we really need to be allowed and fight back and be act, not fight back physically, but fight back with all the legal means possible. Yeah. And I told people we shouldn't feel powerless because we have the power to, we're still a Republic where we elect our officials that represent us. And so we have the opportunity uh, just so you know, the way DC operates, any congressperson that receives more than three phone calls on an issue sends his staff scrambling to find out why that issue is so important. And so three phone calls. So if you and a couple of friends can call a congressman and be like, what is this disinformation governance board, which is what my article is about, that the Homeland Security put together, especially legislators that are involved in the Homeland Security subcommittees, uh, you'd be surprised at the effect it could have. So uh just stand up for what's right and say that you know the u.s government and our law enforcement has no business becoming the thought police as far as we know we still have a first amendment it's severely under attack but uh it's still there it's happening as we speak happened like, like we said and it happened to me today um and then the fbi has a whistleblower that uh has said that yeah that's exactly what they were doing they were um, targeting parents Spoke out at school board meetings, which is my description. Um, so here we go. Anything else, my love? Stay vigilant. Be praying. Stay prayed up. Grow your relationship with Christ. That yes. is uh, something that I surely have learned over the last. Oh, there she is. Dixie Doodle. <laughs> Dixie Doodle on YouTube. <laughs> I like that much better anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But pray. Grow that relationship with God. Just speak to him every day. Be anxious for nothing. Absolutely. Oh, shoot. You almost forgot, Hedia. <laughs> we have this little app we want to tell you about, the Edify Podcast Network. Check it out. This is how. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs> you, she put something in my drink. You see, 
See that? See what? Oh my God! You'd gotten that far down, and are still that's yes. called tea leaves, love. That's a rose or something. Yeah, but the rest of them are tea leaves. Oh my gosh! I was sitting here drinking mine of my own business. Like, you're, such, you're such a white. What boy. did you put in my drink? You know, it, it, it fresh tea leaves. I know are something strange for you. I almost choked to death. Wow! Look at. I'm gonna show them again. I mean, it's, just, <laughs> it's you know what you know what is supernatural. A miracle, you know what? I'm, a miracle that you, I'm still alive. That, that you actually can drink a <laughs> cup of Persian tea. No, that I'm still alive. God's kept me here for a purpose, Eddie. <laughs> in spite of what you did to my, <laughs> my drink. All right, my friends. We love you. Have a great night. Thank God. you for joining us. We love you. God, God bless. God bless.